0: This episode is brought to you by Margie Lamb, health coach and founder of Healthy and Hustlin. Are you fed up with the dieting and the seemingly contradictory health advice out there? Do you want to feel great in your body and accomplish your goals in a way that's empowering and not overwhelming? For me, the answer was an easy yes. Five years ago, I was pushing 200 pounds. I worked out twice a day and counted my calories. I didn't really see a movement on the scale, nor my body type. So I decided to check my ego and call up a health coach. Margie, as a certified integrative nutrition health coach, works with each client as a guide and mentor to build a healthy, sustainable lifestyle that will help you reach your health goals. She offers free one-hour initial consultations. To learn more, visit her website, www.healthyandhustlin.com. That's www.healthyandhustlin.com and hustling spelled out H-U-S-T-L-I-N dot com Thank you so much for tuning in to Defining Moments Podcast. Get on social media. Find us on Instagram at Defining Moments Podcast. On Twitter at Def Moments Pod. That's at D-E-F Moments Pod. We're on all sorts of podcasting platforms from Google to iTunes to iHeartRadio to Spotify. Search Defining Moments Podcast. Like it. Subscribe to it. We're also on YouTube so you can see the video edition. Search the Finding Moments Podcast. Like it, subscribe to it if you believe in it. And no matter what, show some appreciation today, every day, because someone is always rooting you on. Many times, I'll scroll through Twitter or Instagram and just look at pictures, read a few sentences about someone's story, and it captivates me. It captures my imagination and then I like to get deeper. My name is Wong Lim, your host of Defining Moments Podcast.
1: Hey Defining Moments Podcast listeners, this is Margie Lam, the editor and producer of Defining Moments Podcast.
0: In today's episode, that's exactly what happened. I trolled through and I found OKC Sweet, saw her Instagram pictures on her cakes, Absolutely fell in love with them. Next thing you knew it, I reached out to her. My wife and I met her at Whole Foods. We wanted to get to know the person behind the amazing looking cakes.
1: Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on Defining Moments podcast. And we have to say that that cake that you made us was absolutely one of the best cakes that we've ever eaten. Thank you so much. You're absolutely amazingly talented.
0: The story behind the cakes is amazingly impressive as well. We appreciate you. We're rooting you on, Stephanie. Welcome back to the Finding Moments Podcast. My name is Wong Lam and today's very special guest is the founder and the owner of OKC Suites, Stephanie Embry. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, it's good to be here.
0: Absolutely. We came across your Instagram post probably a few months ago and we've just been kind of tagging, liking, and it's like, man, this is awesome. And so I was like, "Well, let's see if we can reach out to her, and she she want to come on the podcast." And we met a few weeks ago, probably about seven, six, six, seven weeks ago. Yeah. At Whole Foods, and you, me, and my wife, and ever since then, it's just been love ever since. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really well. Yeah. I um, I got to send my children with my husband to a birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I'm just really excited to be here, and I don't know, doing yeah. something. Yeah. adult. <laughs> so,
0: we call this adulting, I guess. Yeah. It's adult time. <laughs> so how are the kids though?
1: They're really good. Yeah. They, I have two boys, um, that are twins and they're mm-hmm. six. And then my daughter is four. And so, yeah, they're really wow. good. They're in school and they're crazy. Yeah. Your husband? <laughs> my husband is good. Yeah. Uh huh. Just really busy all the time. He's, um, He works full-time, and then he has a business of his own, and um, he also referees, so he's been reffing football um, during football season, high school football, so that's been kind of fun.
0: Yeah, he does big green boxes.
1: Yes, big green moving boxes. Big green moving boxes.
0: I know that because I actually follow him on Instagram, but I actually interact with him on Twitter.
1: Oh, okay. He's actually so
0: kind enough to reply to some of my tweets and let me hijack some of his threads and (laughs) So it's actually pretty fun.
1: I know nothing about Twitter, so, but yeah. my husband does. So
0: 2020, are you mm-hmm. going to try to get on Twitter?
1: Maybe so. If my husband will put me on there. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants to run it for me, then I'm, I'm all in. Yeah.
0: Let's talk, let's talk cakes for a few yeah. minutes. How did you get into this?
1: So I feel like that's such a broad question. Um, so I've always loved baking. I can remember in high school, um, like my friend and I buying those like funfetti box mixes, you uh-huh. know, and making those and thinking that those were just super delicious and <laughs> awesome. And I guess they were at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in college, I did some baking. And then when Stephen and I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really developed a love for cookbooks and I would just like read them like novels um, and go through them and baking. And, and I started doing a lot of baking um, kind of at that time in our lives, we'd have friends over. And so I always, you know, you just, you want a good spread. Yeah. Um, My dad had a big 50th birthday party and I, I made all the desserts for his, for his party. <laughs> and it was like, it was a big party. Yeah. And, and so then from. From that point on i was like this is really fun i think yeah um like i think this is something that you know i kind of have a talent for Mm -hmm. excuse me and and so i through that um i started making these oatmeal cream pies like homemade ones that were really really good and i had some people that were buying those i mean i mostly was just giving them away but it kind of spurred in stephen and i this idea that maybe we should do something with it you know maybe we should um turn it into something and so we started just kind of looking around we didn't know what we wanted to do if we wanted it to be like a little cafe Mm -hmm. or a bakery or what but we had the idea in our mind and um and then and then I found out that I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And then we found out that it was twins. And nice. so so that kind of I mean, that's like a whole other part of my life. Yeah. Um, but that put everything on standstill for us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so then fast forward several several children and several years yeah. later, I had continued baking and loving it. Through that time, Oklahoma actually passed a it's like cottage law or a home bakers act where Um, you can bake from home and sell it. Okay. You don't have to be licensed by the state health department. Um, But there are limitations on what you can sell, how much money you can make and things like that. And so, um, oh, I guess almost two years ago now, I just kind of, I had been making some cakes and sort of realizing that that was something that I really loved doing and had some encouragement and just decided to. Go
0: for it. Go for and it. It's I, kind I like of blown it. up. <laughs> yeah, that that's awesome. I love the attitude. You, you go for it. I want to talk about your twins real quick. So yeah. you have twins that run in the family.
1: They don't run. Right? Well, I say they don't. They kind of do, actually. Um, I have a like a third cousin who has twins. Okay. Um, my dad has a cousin who has twins. Okay. They're pretty far removed. This was okay. not expected. Okay. At all. <laughs> okay.
0: That, I was asking because my wife's aunt and uncle or a set of twins oh okay and so i was like man if there's a button it's like hey i want to hit twins and two for one special let's do yeah. that yeah but i don't well, know if we can or
1: not <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's medication you can take that increases your chances oh is it <laughs> okay if a fertility medication yeah if you're having trouble but no so that was definitely what's funny about it is it was a surprise yet it it was so, th- so found out that we were or that i was pregnant stephen was not yeah um <laughs> Found out that I was pregnant, and so my dad is a family doctor, mm. and I vividly remember like one Sunday afternoon, but my mom has all the like senses. She just knows things. Okay. And one Sunday afternoon, she was like, I hadn't gone to the doctor yet, and she was like, I think you're already showing. And she was like, Joe, to my dad, she was like, do you think she's having twins? And he was like, Connie, I don't know. We'll <laughs> find out at the, they'll find out at the doctor's appointment. But it was funny because I had, like, when I'd been, I'd be praying and I'd I'd be like, please be with the baby or babies. Like, I just wanted to cover my baby. Like, God wouldn't cover one, you know, (laughs) if I didn't pray for it. Um, And so then, like, we went to the doctor's appointment and, like, sure enough, it was very vividly, like, two babies. Yeah. And, but the doctor was like, do you see what I see? And I was like, I don't know. What do you see? Because I didn't want to say it. If it wasn't for sure. Yeah. Even though that's what I thought. But yeah. And I just kept saying, I kept saying, oh, my word, we're going to need two cribs. Like, this is crazy. We're going to have to have two cribs. And my husband's like, Stephanie, we're going to have to have two college tuitions. (laughs) I was like, well, (laughs) we'll get there. (laughs) Oh, man, that is so awesome that he said
0: two college tuitions. You're like two cribs. I'm in the moment. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Yeah, things will work out in the future. Yeah. As you're talking about this, I'm thinking, man. Maybe this is a good chance to upgrade to a bigger car, you know, like a big Tahoe or four right. runners. We did. Like that. We did. Have oh, you to, did. Okay. Well, we
1: eventually did. We, um, so when they were born, they, we had a had a very difficult pregnancy and they were born at 25 weeks. So they were 15 weeks early. Wow. They were, you know, they're the babies that you can put your wedding ring around their wrist and take, we have pictures of that. And, um, oh. they were born 15 weeks early. And so we spent 81 days in the NICU and, um, but yeah, when they came home, we still had my little, um, Honda civic. Mm. And so that was super tight and we, we got a larger car fairly quickly. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. So they were born 15 weeks early.
1: They were. Yeah.
0: And NICU for 81 days. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What's going through your mind as <laughs> all this is happening?
1: Well, so I had, well, the May 20th tornado i don't mm. know if you remember that and more yeah um no not 20 i'm losing oh like, yeah, yeah yeah it was May 20th right 2013
0: y- 2013 wasn't that How's the
1: that yeah yeah okay yep. so i was a music teacher actually i taught middle school orchestra and um like we had to get all the kids to the basement and i was pregnant um 20 22 weeks pregnant i believe oh, and and so when all that happened, we lived south OKC, and we were not hit, but couldn't get back to my house after work. So I drove to my parents' house, and which worked out. They lived in Edmond, and I had an appointment at Mercy a couple days later yeah. with my my specialist, because um, twins are considered high risk, and so you see a specialist throughout your pregnancy. Oh, okay. And it was at that appointment, and my mom and my husband went to that appointment with me, and I was sitting there, and the doctor They had checked me, and the doctor came in, and he was like, "Okay." So what we're going to do is we're going to put you in a wheelchair and we're going to go up to the, <laughs> we're going to go up to the sixth floor and you're going to stay there. And, um, and so I did, I, they took me up. I was already dilated and I was, I didn't realize it, but I was already contracting mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. And so I spent the next two and until 25 weeks so it was like 22 and four days and so and i had him at 25 so i spent the rest of the time in the hospital and that was just like a like the day of it was so scary i just thought they were gonna fall out but then like that time of rest in the hospital you know people are like how could you stand that but it was very very peaceful time for me Mm. because i was you know surrounded by people who their their whole goal was to help keep me pregnant and we were just surrounded by love from friends our friends from our church mowed our lawn that entire time the entire time our kids were in the NICU um they brought meals for us so we didn't have to eat hospital food they bought my husband a cot so he could sleep in the hospital room Mm -hmm. because we didn't have any other kids then so
0: wow anyway it just was
1: I don't know it was was like a really difficult time you had a peaceful time and um and then the boys were born and that was that was pretty traumatic yeah um we were at Mercy Hospital and just that that team was incredible. Yeah. Super incredible.
0: Wow. So. That's amazing. Anyway, it's gonna be chill. Yeah. Like that's really cool. The support though. The support you have yeah. from your church, your friends, family. It was
1: huge. It's amazing. Huge. Yeah. yeah. My mom, she was there every day and every night. And my yeah. dad would come by before he went to work every morning. Mm. And um yeah, it was just it was like looking back, you know, I mean it's just such a difficult time, but it's also such a you know, it's where you, you really start to feel the love and understand how much people care.
0: Yeah. That's true. Everything aside, people really do care. I yeah. feel like people have a moral obligation to one another to help each other through times yeah. and situations. Yeah. So yeah, twins, they're six years old now. They're and, six years old now and yeah. they're healthy and they're It's amazing.
1: Yeah. They they are such miracles. They um they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> In a good way, in all the best ways. They're sure. just so much. I don't know. I, I'm sure all children are crazy. They yeah. have so much energy. Yeah, and We have a lot of, I don't know. They're obsessed with lots of things. We have a home alone obsession right now. It's pretty intense. Um, <clears throat> also math obsession, which is pretty great. I'm like He's um. like, let's do our 39 times tables. And I'm like, I don't think you're ready for that, but I love. I love that you know that that's a thing.
0: (laughs) That is actually pretty awesome. I know it's really funny. Yeah, and you guys have a four year old as well,
1: and then we have a daughter as well. Yes, so our daughter Elle um, came to our family through adoption. We had always known that we wanted to adopt, Mm. and that had never been like a backup plan or anything. It was. It was always something that we felt called to, and so uh, when the boys were. Oh, like two and a half. Well,, oh, so we always knew we wanted to adopt from China, um, and you have to be thirty years old to adopt from China. Oh, that's their age China's age requirements okay um, for adoption. and so so i I literally like nobody's ever wanted to be 30 like I've wanted to be 30 I just like I was like once I hit 30 and then I could stop like I don't have to get any older (laughs) but like I want to be 30 and so uh, our agency we'd done a lot of we had started talking about you know we wanted to expand our family what did we want to do you know I was always like let's have 11 children and Stephen's like we're having three so (laughs) like (laughs) this is figure out what you want but no we were like laying in bed one night talking about it and he was like well we planned on adopting, let's adopt. Yeah. And, so, um, and so we, yeah, we started that process. I hit 29 and a half, and that's when our agency would let you start our, your paperwork. Okay. So I started the paperwork. We thought it would take a while um, because international adoption typically takes a while.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And um, it was literally nine months from start to finish. Wow. <clears throat> and so, yeah, it just... And it, that itself was an amazing experience um and yeah so it was so we have an incredible daughter who she came she was 22 months when she came home so i finally had three toddlers yeah i was gonna say 22 (laughs) months yeah. yeah
0: wow yeah and so as far as this the gender were you able to pick or when you adopt how's that
1: yeah there's different ways that you can do it so um with china all of the children that are available for adoption have special needs and so going into it you know and and any child who comes from a hard place has special needs and and that can be whether they're foster children whether they're adopted whether they're like my boys and they just come from trauma from their birth so we're full of like that's you know that's kind of what our family is made up of Mm. but but that's not a bad thing. You right. know there's a yeah. lot there's a lot of beauty and a lot of healing in that. But anyway, so we knew going into it that um we would have a child with special needs and but then there's like levels of that and you you truly have to go into it um with what your family can handle and what you feel comfortable with. We prayed over it and just um we felt really confident that we wanted a daughter simply because we had two boys already. Mm-hmm. If I if we ever adopt again, I'm, I'm like anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um. But but we felt like that was what was right for our family, and we also didn't mind if things took longer. They they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so anyway, yeah. So we we specified a daughter. Um. And we kind of wanted to keep birth order, and our yeah. boys were two and a half, so under the age of two was kind of what we had.
0: Wow. So they're in mind. close in age and everything. <laughs> they're
1: very close in age and such yeah. good friends. Yeah. And. And so anyway, we, um, yeah, so we submitted our dossier to China. It got there. And, um, like, I don't know, two weeks later, I got a phone call that we had been matched, which was shocking. Um, and it turns out like her needs really have not been needs at all. Like it's, she's healthy. I mean, like, it's just amazing. And she's, amazing oh. and just like the perfect fit for our family i have yeah. my parents have also adopted and that was kind of one of the things that really um i don't know they've lived by example yeah. i guess you could say and so um so that it's kind of neat because the, my siblings are from china as well and so my daughter has that connection yeah. um like with ethnicity and things yeah. like that we have just a big heart for big heart for china and the chinese people and culture man so
0: that's powerful yeah i don't know if we need to continue i think that was (laughs) (laughs) wow i
1: it's yeah i'm super excited to be here and get to kind of share my story because it's
0: absolutely something
1: that is close to my heart
0: yeah man so how you specified the gender and and then do they bring the the baby over by a plane or how
1: No, so um with, with our adoption, oh. we there's just tons of paperwork and all sorts of things and um I don't know, adoption is very, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um and on that's I mean there are valid reasons for that. Um a lot of it is to keep things ethical and
0: yeah, and sure. things
1: like that we and that was another thing where we just sort of took a leap of faith um because like financially we weren't necessarily at a place where um we should jump right in but we just felt like it was the time we had kind of prayed over it and and it was amazing because every step of the way we had what we needed for that for that yeah. for that moment we um we had friends who just had huge hearts for adoption. who yeah. jumped alongside of us and supported us um, with their time, financially. We had so many just like gifts to help. And it was amazing um, to see like this whole community come together to be a part of giving a child a home. Yeah. And, um, and so even though like right now, my husband says we're done having children. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> for now we are like there's so many ways that you can be involved yeah you know in supporting families and in supporting children because that's who it's really about is yeah the children because children deserve to have a family 100 and but anyway so for our adoption um once everything was in order we traveled to china it's a two-week trip um the first two to three days are spent in beijing or, or wherever you land. We landed in Beijing. Mm-hmm. But kind of getting acclimated. And that <clears throat> that's kind of a time where you do some sightseeing and enjoy, you know, the first couple of days. We didn't take our children
0: I'll on that yeah, trip. Okay. No,
1: we wanted to just kind of have that time. A lot of people sense. do and love it. But we, we knew our boys. Yeah. <laughs> it just was not, <laughs> would not have been as positive. And, and so then we flew to our daughter's province. Um, and landed we met another couple that was also adopting that evening had dinner um on the streets which was really fun our guide took us out and and then the next day we met our daughter
0: wow what was that moment like when you met your daughter It was
1: really really precious she um she had a little monkey backpack on and she had been in foster care she was very fortunate in that regard Mm. um to have been with from everything i've been able to see a very kind family. Um, and she, so they were there. Um, and, but yeah, she just tootled in, in her little backpack and 22 months old, tiny, 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 but she could, she could speak, um, a lot at that point. And yeah, she just tootled in and she was very afraid of my husband I don't know if she just hadn't been around many men. Mm, I think that the household yeah. was primarily women. Gotcha. Um, but my hus- husband is also six foot two and quite tall, and mm. um, and so I think that that probably was a little overwhelming for her. But she, um, we gave her, we had a little doll that we had had made by someone, and it was. She took the doll, and we had a couple little toys, and it was really hard. It was difficult when the foster family had to leave, um, because she cried. really really cried herself to sleep but it was also just such a beautiful moment because she let me hold her yeah and she just cried as i held her and sang to her and she fell asleep and then from that moment on like i was her person she would not let me go would not let anybody else have anything to do with her including my husband (laughs) which after two weeks that was a little challenging but but it was also we had hoped that you know she would bond Quickly, at least with me, yeah. um, Because I was going to be the primary caregiver, and um, and she did, and and so our trip was really, it was really awesome. We were able to do a lot. We were able to sightsee a lot yeah. with her because she was still so small. I could wear her,
0: Aww. and I
1: did, you know, just the entire time. And, yeah. And so, yeah. And so then you fly to um, Guangzhou, which is where the consulate, the U.S. consulate is. Okay. And and so you have like a medical appointment and um get i think we got our passport there oh our paperwork it was chinese new year like the very next oh, week Oh,
0: wow!
1: and our paperwork was not filled out correctly and when we got to guangzhou our guide was like um by the way some of this was not correct and so we're gonna have it try to we're gonna have it shipped here from the last province and well they had quit shipping things because it was almost not quite but it was almost chinese new year yeah so they literally took our paperwork our important adoption paperwork to the airport found a person flying to guangzhou and asked him i'm sure they sure they paid him i don't know yeah yeah. i don't know (laughs) but they were like would you please carry these important documents on the airplane with you and our guide in Guangzhou met this stranger at the airport and
0: Whoa.
1: got our documents and so I I had totally forgotten about that oh my goodness you reminded me yeah I was like I'm I'm gonna have to stay here <laughs> I was like Stephen you have to go back and work and like our sons And but it all it all worked out but yeah. there was there was a solid 24 hours where we weren't sure I'm sure when we would be going home yeah fortunately I mean I love China I yeah, was yeah. ready to see my twins no no <laughs> Yeah, 100%. My mother and mother-in-law were also ready for us to come home because they were taking care of our twins. (laughs) But yeah, so everything did work out, but I had totally forgotten about that. That was kind of a crazy side note to that. To that Dang, story that's
0: intense but chinese new year lunar new year is pretty yes special.
1: oh it is and yeah. it was really neat because even though we weren't there for that uh-huh. we were there um, right before and so they had started decorating and um our hotel in guangzhou there was a huge park that had all these incredible decorations mm-hmm. in preparation and so yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a really exciting time to be there Yeah. and, and what's your daughter's name L.
0: L. Does she have a Chinese name? She too? does, Same. and we okay. kept that yeah, in her cool. name.
1: L. Ruth Yulan Embry. And they called her Lanlan, um, which which I love. Um, Man,
0: that's like a law firm name. Like four names.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was her Chinese name was Zayulan. Um, okay. And they typically, when a child is found, um, they give them like a name from that area or yeah. like, the orphanage name or whatever, and then and then another name. So we kept.
0: We kept a part of oh that. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> such an incredible story!
1: Yeah, she's precious. She's oh, very, very special.
0: Yeah, it, well, in Oklahoma City, <clears throat> they have they celebrate the Lunar New Year yes. in style. Yeah, in City. So, there's a
1: lot, yeah, a lot, which is really exciting because we want that to be something that you know that's very important. So, yeah, she loves the fact that she's from China. Oh, yeah, it's very special that's to awesome. us, and she'll she talks, we talk about it a lot.
0: Well, it's, it, I think it's awesome that she does that. I think it's even more uh, like just impressive that you and your husband have embraced it. And it's like, hey, this is America and here's the culture and here's your culture. And how can we mesh them both together? Yeah. That's so awesome. It's really important. Oh, yeah. Super important. We yeah. So we go to the temple <clears throat> and during the Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year, they have... Lion dances and all that so oh, awesome. we'll keep you guys posted please they, do they dance up and down 23rd street and along classes. oh that's amazing it, yeah it's pretty cool so we'll keep you posted and give you a schedule when that time yes. comes yes yeah. bring her out we want to be there oh yeah
1: yeah they're all see you guys they're all somewhere. like when are we going to china <laughs> when you're a little bit older <laughs> when, when we make a little more money <laughs> oh man <clears throat> we can take all of you wow
0: i bet your husband loves golf
1: he does love golf. Yeah.
0: Yes. And I'll tell you why I know that here in a little <laughs> bit. Well, I think I, think I, I know. know. Yeah. So let's let's shift back to the cake yeah. business. You, know, you. I've seen <clears throat> your Instagram posts. You make all these cakes that are so vibrant. It's almost like every day is a holiday. I, I feel like that's how you celebrate. <clears throat> and and yeah. so how do you come up with something so authentic and unique when there are tons of Halloween cakes, for instance? designs?
1: Well, I mean, all inspiration comes from somewhere. You know what I mean? Yep. My husband loves to say nothing new under the sun. And I'm like, but my design is new. And he's like, no, it's mm. not. <laughs> but no, I think, and I have so many friends just kind of in, in that world through Instagram, which mm. is funny, but they feel like true friends. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you just see things and it kind of sparks something in you, or maybe you see a design someone has and you're like, I want to try that, but I'm going to put kind of a different spin on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I, I can't claim anything is 100% my own because yeah. I definitely just like, I get so much inspiration yeah just from everywhere, but it is really fun to take that and then create something that's, you know, unique to yourself. Yeah. I do a lot of, um. I say a lot of I I do some hand painted cakes. I really really love to do that. Um and I do feel like that's something that's kind of unique. You don't see a whole lot of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but I love I love to do that.
0: Man, so <clears throat> hand painted Cakes. Yeah. So, tell me about hand painted cakes. I don't really understand the terminology.
1: <clears throat> so, um, so I make buttercream cakes. I don't do fondant. If you know what fondant is, it's like the roll it out and you lay it over the cake, and it's kind of a little bit thicker and oh, chewier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people do fondant cakes which is great um but i love buttercream because it tastes so wonderful and i just i love what you can do with it and fondant stresses me out so i'm like i don't need any more stress in my life (laughs) and i love buttercream so so that's that's kind of what i go with but so i coat it with like a layer of buttercream and make sure it's really really smooth yeah then i give it some time to the outer layer will develop i call it a crust it's not like hard crust, but it just, um, it's kind of a, I don't know, it allows me to paint on it if, mm. with a light hand. And then I take my food gels, my food coloring gels, and you just mix them. You dilute them just a little bit with like a drop of like Everclear or something like that. You could use lemon extract, but that allows things to, it evaporates really quickly and uh-huh. just lets it dry pretty quickly. And then I just, I'm to paint like a painter. Wow. I can't paint on canvas. Or maybe I could. I don't know. Yeah. I've tried before. And it yeah. didn't go very well. But I loved painting. paint But you paint on a cake. Yeah.
0: Wow. How long does it take from start to finish for just oh, an average yes. cake?
1: I don't know. I get that question fairly often. And it just kind of, it's steps. It's stages. So I've never mm. really, like, timed myself from start mm-hmm. to finish. But, you know, you have the baking stage. Yeah. The mixing stage, which maybe takes, I don't know, 10 minutes. And then the baking, which takes... 30-ish and then cooling and then yeah. um and then you have to like you have to layer the cake and crumb coat it and that's the beginning coat it seals all the crumbs in so that when you put your second coat on yeah. there's no crumbs and everything is nice and clean and wow <clears throat> go watch some more of my videos you'll, yeah. you'll see it'll make more sense as you watch it now because yeah it's just it's lots of different stages and so then pot you have to kind of chill it in between each stage yeah so definitely i mean it's a process yeah and then the dishes
0: Mm. who does the dishes
1: my grandma (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry not always oh but sometimes (laughs) It's a really wonderful day when Grandma comes over and I have a sink full of dishes because she will always do them. She's like, I, and I, got I appreciate you, honey. it so much, Grandma. Cool. If you listen to
0: this, <laughs> yeah, well, she have to listen to it. That's <clears throat> yeah. awesome. Yeah,
1: it's it's a huge blessing because
0: the dishes. Yeah, your kids ever come and like, hey, mom, I want to
1: try some of this cake. Oh, all the time. Yeah. I've found my child. Like when I'm finished under the table, like on lots of occasions with a piping bag full of frosting, just mm. eating it. Always after I've decorated the cake. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Always after that's for done. Sure. But no, I get the question. Is this for us or a customer? A lot. Mm. But they they know now, like they don't touch anything. Yeah. Um, but it is sweet. My daughter, she's like, when I grow up, I want to be a baker just like you.
0: That's awesome. I'm like, yay. That's too cute. Yeah. You talk about videos. I've watched a few videos, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's phenomenal. And that's why I felt like I know that your husband likes golf because he made himself yes. a master's <laughs> cake. It was, it was actually pretty decent. I couldn't, I, 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 mean, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was really a funny situation because he um, he had this idea that it would be fun to like for him to do a cake and for me to put it on Instagram. So I was like, okay. And... He let me make the buttercream and he let me make the cake layers. He didn't uh, do the baking, okay. but then he did everything else. Okay. And so like the mixing, the colors and all of that. So he started, so when I put my colors in, like you do it like a little dabble, do you? You just mm-hmm. do a little bit at a time before you mix it up. But I was watching him and he wouldn't let me give him any advice. And he's just like, uh. <laughs> so there's a lot of green in that cake. Yeah. Yeah. But so he started stirring, and I was like, okay, I'm going to make a quick Walmart run because it was right around the corner from her house, and I forget what I needed. But I left, I came back, and he was still stirring that same green. It took a really long time. But it was really fun for me to see what he did because it kind of showed me, like, he has been watching, like, what I'm doing and like taking in a lot of that. You know? Yeah. You don't think anybody notices. but Yeah. They do. So yeah. that, was, that was actually really fun. And then several, a lot of people on Instagram had their husbands decorate cakes after that. Mm. So that became kind of a fun little. Yeah, a
0: little trendy, huh? I know. Wow. But <clears throat> when people ask for a specific cake, does it ever go through your mind like, oh, dude, this is impossible?
1: Well, so so I try to be true to what kind of my specialty is. Awesome. So if somebody asks for a cake that just isn't something that I do, I've got a lot I've got several friends um who are local that I'll recommend. That's okay. Um, which is it's awesome to have a community and 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 not feel like we're competing with each other necessarily, yeah. but to have friends that I maybe haven't met in person, but that I feel we've talked and i i feel like i can so if somebody wants a fondant cake i'm not gonna do that because it's just not my specialty um it'll just stress me out yeah Yeah. you know and so i'll recommend somebody who is really good at that Mm -hmm. um but sometimes excuse me take a little drink oh yeah help yourself i'll take one too i lost my voice three weeks ago and it's coming back slowly but surely (laughs) um Oh, was I was going to say, oh, okay, so a Batman cake. I had a Batman cake, My and this was for my cousin, which mm-hmm. I, I don't do tons of themed cakes, like if they want a character on the cake. Mm. Now, I love doing cakes inspired by, yeah. that's the key word, is inspired by yeah, yeah. this thing. Right. And so, so my cousin's wife um, wanted a Batman cake for her husband because he loves Batman. So I started thinking about how can I do that? Um, while still kind of staying true to my style and what I do. And and so I ended up making a stencil, like the Batman logo, and, and I was able to do that. And so I videoed the whole process. And it turned out that that cake was my most viewed cake of all time. Wow. Yeah just it was like just shy of five hundred thousand views but i was like of all the cakes my batman cake was the one man <laughs> so i do try to be open-minded if someone brings me something and that's been something where my husband has really helped me a lot because because i'm really good at being like oh i don't think i can do that you know like I don't, I don't think i should take that one and he'll be like well think about how you could do it mm-hmm. and and that that's helped me kind of broaden what I do, you yeah. know, and take on some things that that I might originally not have felt like yeah. I should take on. Yeah.
0: Has <laughs> there ever been a time or two times or a few times that you just, like, this, I don't want to do this anymore?
1: Um, this isn't working for me. Not with cake. No, okay. there. Now, I, early on, I had had some orders for custom cookies okay. and I did them. And then all of a sudden, everybody wanted custom cookies. And, um, And so it it, for months I was just doing cookies, 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 and not really any cakes. And I think I kind of became known as the cookie lady. And I did finally have to say, like, that's not what I'm passionate about. And Mm -hmm. I I enjoy the occasional, you know, custom cookie, but like cakes are what I really, really love. Yeah. And so and so that I did, I did kind of set that aside and say I'm not taking any more excuse me custom cookie orders yeah yeah i do love to make cookies and i love to do like buttercream cookies Mm -hmm. and things like that but i've seen them
0: on instagram they look good the pictures look edible i mean they're really
1: good (laughs) yeah and that's my goal that that every i mean i would like for everything everybody eats of mine to be the best they've ever tasted yeah whether it is or not that's up to you know their palates but that's Mm -hmm. kind of flavor is my goal
0: I think that's awesome. I, I feel like you, in anything that you do that you have a passion for, you want to be the the best. And probably in your case, not only just the best, but probably the most unique
1: cake out there. That.
0: You know, the most unique um, cookie, mm-hmm. buttercream cookies, macaroons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so the, the mm-hmm. trial and error of baking cakes and macaroons, did it frustrate you a lot?
1: no it was it was fun macarons a little bit because they're very finicky uh-huh. and so finding just the right um just kind of learning that process and stuff but i've yeah. i've enjoyed it but with cakes it was quite fun because yeah. i realized that i could like make my own recipes uh-huh. and and that was you know a few years a couple of years ago two and a half i don't know um but that was just like this light bulb moment yeah. where i can do this and i can tweak it so that it truly is my recipe Mm. and and so my family ate a lot of cake yeah that's awesome lots of cake but i would like sunday afternoons after church sometimes we'd all go to my grandma's house and um and so i'd bring like three chocolate cakes yeah set them all up and then they'd do like taste tests yeah and and so that was actually really fun and my family loved it i've got three siblings that are still at home with my parents and we're all very close and so, yeah. No, I really enjoy kind of the Man. trial and error of it.
0: We're going to have to get a cake We're from you. we to have to taste it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we, we need to order a cake from you and <laughs> give this a go. You know? It'd be fun. Um, is there a special type of oven that you use?
1: Um, Right now, I just... I mean, I have a convection oven. So, okay. um, I hadn't planned on talking about this a whole lot, but then my husband was like, talk about it. And so... <laughs> 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 he's he's pretty great you'll, you'll have to meet him in person sorry he couldn't come today but um we so so we we lived south okc up mm. until august we sold our house and our plan is to open up an actual shop um next year wow and so uh, and it's gonna be okc sweets it's gonna be a dessert shop and so so in that shop I will have a very specific oven. Man. But right now but we did we sold our house like to do this and yeah. um right now we're living in a little tiny two bedroom rental home. Um fortunately they have a pretty good oven. It's a yeah. convection an oven and I've been really pleased with it. But yeah. Man. Kids are sharing a bedroom. They're in triple bunk beds.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> it's
1: a party every day. Yeah. A very close party.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds really close. Yeah. Speaking of OKC sweets, we wanted to present you with what? Or a gift.
1: Oh. oh stop.
0: Well, we can if we want. No, you don't. <laughs> I listen,
1: like gifts are my love language. That's our own language our too for the podcast. Surprises. Yeah. And this is both of those things <laughs> taped so well.
0: well. We didn't do that, Joni. We did a podcast with her, and she hand makes mugs. Oh my word! Yeah, and well, so I need her contact info. Yes, you will get it.
1: <sighs> okay, and like, do you realize? Do you know that rainbow cakes are my favorite? I had a hunch. I love rainbow cakes. It's like my favorite thing to make. This is amazing. Thank yeah. you.
0: So that's one of one. yes,
1: yeah, It's incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much. love it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Pour my water in this. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. And here's that from us Yay.
1: Too. Oh, it's a soft t-shirt. Yeah. This is awesome. We don't
0: skimp <laughs> on gifts.
1: <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. That's great. Yeah absolutely we get your husband on maybe he'll, he'll get one too no and then we can match we'll oh you could you bring our children on if you really want if you really want to bring some humor to your podcast they oh i didn't know i did tell you we have a home alone obsession and we actually made a home alone movie and it's on youtube what you can watch it OKC. Okay, okay no what's it called home alone seven left in okc
0: home alone seven like left in okc on youtube seven minutes okay
1: and we all we're all in it, man. It's a. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say other than that.
0: Okay, we'll check but it you out. Should probably watch we'll, it. We'll uh, leave a comment.
1: <clears throat> yes. Yeah. yeah. And my my one son um is very proud of that I mean, he he like told us what to say. He wrote it. He directed it. He it was his his baby.
0: This guy's <laughs> and awesome. And then my
1: other son did a lot of the videoing.
0: Yeah. For Aww. it so that's cute that's really cool authentic yeah yeah so in 2020 (laughs) you're gonna open up the storefront. yes yes. and when you you mentioned your your kids coming on the podcast when we do a catch-up if you're willing to and you have time bring the whole family on and let's pod this out and
1: oh that'd be fun meet the family you have really good editing (laughs) because i don't know what they would say my
0: wife is in studio today and she does (laughs) all the editing so yeah yeah
1: oh
0: man our design our logo yeah. DM. Do you think you can make a, a cake with that logo on it?
1: Oh yeah. I definitely think yeah? I could. Yeah? I definitely think I may have. What? <laughs> I think I already did. You want to see it? Uh yeah. And it's gluten-free. What so I just the? started playing around with some gluten-free flavors. Oh man. Um, and so this is the second one I've done, so I hope that you like it.
0: Yeah. Let's check this out.
1: So this is a gluten-free chocolate cake. Oh my goodness. With chocolate buttercream.
0: Whoa! <laughs> wow! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that is legit! That is one of the mm. coolest cakes I've seen on this side of the Mason-Dixon. I'm Actually, so... Actually, that might be the coolest <laughs> cake besides our wedding cake. I love it. That well, is awesome.
1: I'm so glad you think so. And this is why I do what I do. Because wow, I I love these moments of getting to show someone their cake. And just kind of being a part of that joyful moment. Yeah. And you know, celebrating mm. with people.
0: This could be the second time we end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... I don't. I don't know if we should eat that.
1: You only really have to eat it.
0: I mean, what do we do? I, How
1: can, do... I have to know if that gluten free flavor is any good.
0: I'm, I can tell you, it's going to be good. <laughs> Unbelievable. great. <laughs> what do you think, honey?
1: I'm so glad you liked. Wow. So glad. What's fun to make.
0: Man. That I'm I'm like I'm blown away. And it's on a black cake. It, it's on a black cake. Yeah. And
1: and I will tell you I I did the regular chocolate buttercream like underneath because I don't like to use a lot of the black. Mm. And so so the outer layer is a pretty thin layer of black. So you don't have to feel like you're mm-hmm. staining wow. your teeth. <laughs> yeah. And I use I use a super high quality awesome. um, gel food color, so it's not. <sighs> but it shouldn't stain your teeth wow
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's man Woo,
1: so glad you like it
0: oh yeah we're gonna leave this up here for our next uh, until we finish this podcast because <laughs> there's a, i mean do you have a lot do you have time to go yeah. through a few more questions oh yeah, yeah sure we were talking about social media and so you got our reaction on this which was an amazing reaction what happens? How do you deal with negative reactions? Like so someone goes on your post and they like Dude.
1: so honestly, I've been really fortunate that I don't get a lot of negative feedback feedback. Yeah. I know I, there's a really strong community mm-hmm. within the cake and cookie macaron community. Yeah. and um, and we just kind of support each other. And so now, every once in a while, if like a big feed shares one of my cakes. So I've been fortunate enough to have Wilton Cakes share um, a couple of my cakes, which is like such an honor because they have over 2 million followers. And so that's like, yeah, "Yeah!" that's always really exciting. Um, And so, you know, you go and you like read the comments. Usually it's like too much buttercream. And I'm like, scrape it off. <laughs> like, yeah, that affects Seriously. nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I definitely like. I try not to get my feelings hurt. I'm, uh, I mean, I I can be a little sensitive, but I mean, you can't can't be too sensitive. If you're gonna put stuff out there, you have to be willing. I mean, you have to be able to get negative feedback.
0: I I agree 100%. I feel like that's a genuine, authentic answer because a lot of people are like, oh, well, we got to be nice to everyone. Well, if it's not necessary, what you think, I probably wouldn't comment and just leave it alone.
1: Right. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything. Because
0: really, I mean, someone spent some serious time and had a vision to see this Mm -hmm. and create it. That's cool. Yeah. I would say, man, that's awesome that you took the time to do that. Yeah. Now, if it had too much buttercream, I couldn't tell you if it had too much buttercream or <laughs> whatever. And it's like, anyways, yeah, yeah. I
1: think I think a lot of times um, negative comments maybe come from if someone mm. doesn't, um, someone who doesn't just really understand mm. what all goes into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Because with with my cakes and cakes like this it's very customized it's from scratch i'm not using a box mix you know i'm using high quality ingredients to give the best cake the best flavor you know the best buttercream my buttercream is made with pure butter um and so yeah yeah, it's i I wish i wish we had a plate and a fork
0: But no, I don't want to do that because it looks so pretty. I know. I mean, we'll just have to I want a few more pictures with But these. I would <laughs> So we can, <laughs> can't eat it yet. Yeah, we can't eat it yet. Want to see
1: if you like it. I did yeah. it, I also made a pumpkin gluten free cake. Um Yeah, recently. Our kids school had a big huge fundraiser okay. event and my I made four cakes for that and nice. they were they were the dessert for the event. So we had a dinner and then there was no dessert unless you bid on the cakes. Wow. And so so I did a gluten-free pumpkin cake for that. And then I, I did several other mm-hmm. non-gluten-free flavors as right. well. Yeah, that's That was cool. pretty fun.
0: Wow. So what's the difference between making a gluten-free cake and a regular gluten cake?
1: Well, so I found this flour, um, King Arthur flour makes it, they've got great flour and it's it's a cup for cup, and so you just take oh. the flour that you're using, and you you trade it with this. And what I love about it is it's already like a fabulous blend of different non gluten flours. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to like figure oh, out the perfect the, yeah. the perfect blend. And the I've ratio, been really pleased yeah. with it. So that's awesome. But it is expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I've I've seen that the gluten free flours and just gluten free yeah. stuff Generals, kind of, it's a little bit pricier. It is, it? which
1: is why if you go into a shop and you buy some, you know, a gluten-free dessert, it costs a little bit more than yeah. your regular dessert because it should costs expect more that. to make.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what are maybe a couple questions that you wish people would ask you, but no one really ever
1: asked? Huh? Don't know. <laughs> um, Feel like I'm an open book. Yeah. And so usually if someone asks I give them too much. Mm. I'm an over I think an oversharer is mm. the, the correct terminology. Yeah. So oh man, I'm not sure. I have to think about that. See okay. if I can see if I can come up no, with. No, that, that, that's fine. No. I just <laughs> I'm definitely curious. an oversharer. You ask yeah. and I probably will give you more than you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: If there are three people that you wanted to talk to in person or on the phone, who would they be?
1: Um, Definitely my husband. Yeah. And then probably my mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. We're really, really close. And um, my family has always just been so supportive. Mm. Um, They're also... My mom is... My dad is just really so smart and brilliant. Mm. And I just... Really respect his opinion, mm-hmm. um, and my mom is so wise and just—you know—thinks about things in a in a really great way, yeah. you know. And so she always has great advice, and she's my she's my best friend. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, my husband is my best friend, but, yeah, no, but my girl best friend. Yeah, my no, mom. we get it. Yeah. Um, and then my husband, of cool. course, because he's he's just he's so good at what he does, and he's in marketing and things like that. And so he's he's kind of my soundboard. Man. Who I need to write. Who I run things by.
0: You got to meet this guy.
1: I think he's great. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just through social interaction I mean, on social media, I feel like he's a good dude. Yeah. Never really met him, but at least he interacts with us on Twitter. <laughs> Makes me feel good, man. Thanks,
1: dude. <laughs> That's funny. I'll tell him to make sure he keeps doing that. But it is. There is something to be said for responding to people on social media. I, I mean, agree. I try to do that oh, through yeah. you, Instagram. if you know, people comment on my posts and things like that, yep. making the effort to acknowledge that. Yeah. I think that engagement, it helps build relationships.
0: Yeah. Speaking of social media, I ran across the post last night <clears throat> and my wife and I were talking about it. So on Instagram, they may take away, is it the like? Like hide the like or something like that. Oh, yeah.
1: So. They've done it. They did it in Canada. Okay. Where my friends and I were just talking about this. I have a lot of Canadian friends now. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And so they, they did like a trial in Canada and they're getting ready to do it in in the States. I don't know if they've already started.
0: Yeah. I mean, because the United States is a big, big market because our country is so huge. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It will be interesting. Um, I don't think that's going to affect you because whatever you produce, when I see it posted, <laughs> like... Well, that's pretty brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you know, you. so you'll know that we think it's brilliant, but I, I, a lot of people are going to think it's brilliant. A lot of people are visual.
1: Well, and I, I think, and I may be wrong. I think you can still see your insights, like your yeah, personal insights, correct. But it's just other people. Uh, other people can't see to like, see like yeah. how many likes it has. Well, yeah. it's kind of funny. I don't know. People aren't very excited about it, from what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, that's but... interesting because
0: <clears throat> I, from my own personal just coaching boys competitive soccer and just growing up it's always been about the impact you can make Mm -hmm. and not necessarily being the influencer yeah so if you can just keep making impacts on people's lives and there's going to be days when people are going through a bad moment or moments and they see your post and like that cake looks so good (laughs) you know i want to i want a piece or i need to reach out to her and tell her how amazing it is and just a few words will change your mood right instead of a little heart
1: right And that's where you kind of have to, and Instagram, they've, they've been changing their algorithm Mm. and doing all sorts of things lately. And, but you kind of have to just like, that's not why I do cakes. Right. I don't do cakes because of Instagram. Like Instagram is fun and it's a neat platform. Yeah. And I like, I don't think of myself as an influencer. You know what I mean? Um, I have a lot of followers and like, that that's pretty humbling. (laughs) Like, Mm. you know, that those people like what I do. And, um, and so, so I love sharing that with them. I think it's a great honor when somebody sees something that I've done and replicates it or shares it, or, you know, does something inspired by it. That, that means a ton to me, you know, because I'm just over here still learning myself. Yeah. Um, so really it's just, the social media aspect is not why I do the cakes. I do oh, the I cakes know. of the joy that it, you know, that I'm able to share with other yeah. people.
0: No, I agree. I, <clears throat> you've definitely made an impact. Um, just viewing your social media. Oh, thank you. It's it's a lot of obviously a lot of vibrant colors which attract eyes, and the quality of what you produce attracts the eyes, and it's a lot of greatness going. So. It's just about being unique. You don't have. I don't feel like you have to be better than someone else, but just being different. Yeah. And that's what that's what you're you've done are doing. So hats off to you on that. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. If you were to think back about, let's say, s- ten years ago, what's something that you had a strong belief in, and then fast forward back to today, is your belief still as strong, stronger, or not as strong?
1: Hmm. So 10 years ago I I had just gotten engaged like two weeks ago, 10 years ago today.
0: Oh wow. There you go.
1: And it is it is funny when you look back to like your 20s and just how like everything seems a whole lot just like more carefree Mm -hmm. and um it'll all work out and, and things like that. And I think through my experiences over the last 10 years, I've realized that like like it really will work out. You know, things are not going to, you're not going to be where you thought you'd be in 10 mm. years, probably. I mean, I was a music teacher. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was working on a master's degree in music education and getting ready to get married. And um, my husband worked in sports and athletics um, for the um, USA softball team. And, you know, so we definitely are not where we were 10 years ago, mm. but I think the things that have stayed the same. Um, our my relationship with my husband yeah. um, my faith has stayed has it hasn't stayed the same it's gotten stronger because yeah. I've had to experience this, experience some difficult things in life yeah. you know that have um, enforced that and or reinforced that and helped me grow and yeah. become a more compassionate person yeah. um, And so you know I don't think I don't think you want things to be the same right? Yeah. You know, from year to year to year. And yeah. so my hope is that we just continue to grow and, um, and always keep the mindset that, like, our goal is not to be huge or to make tons of money or things like that. It's to have an impact for the better, mm. you know, on our community and for our children, yeah. you know, and, and the world and um, to have a good testimony. So
0: I love it. <clears throat> wow. What's something you think you would regret in the next 10 years if you don't do it?
1: Not, not trying to open up a shop. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was something that we, um, you know, we've had it in our brains for so many years, seven, seven years and, um, kind of went on the back burner and, and then my husband started, he and one of his best friends started a business together, co-started a business and, um, and then you know i've got i've gotten kind of to as much as i can do from my home with this yeah. and um, and so yeah i think if wow. we didn't go for it and give it a try i think in 10 years we would we would think man we really should have tried it's Love kind it. of like do it now or or you probably aren't going to do it
0: that's awesome wow how do you want to be remembered
1: um that's a big question. <clears throat> um, I hope people really um remember me for having joy. Joy is a word that comes to my mind a lot. Joy is not necessarily happiness. Um because like in life and, you know, I've had some difficult experiences. I I didn't mention this. My brother passed away three weeks after our boys were born, mm. which was kind of like that was a lot at once. And, and that's been really difficult and it continues to be difficult. But um, I think having joy in your circumstances, that's one of the things I love so much about being able to make desserts and yeah. sweet treats for people is that. And just like a little bit of joy that I get to share with people who are even strangers. Yeah. You know, I get to get to play a little bit of a part in the joyful moments of other people, whether I know them or not. And I think that's, I don't know, it's pretty big. It's it's pretty awesome to get to do that. It's very humbling, um, you know, and that people trust me to be a part of those moments and Mm -hmm. will order my things. Um, So. that's that's one of the big things
0: wow that that's very impactful too because earlier you mentioned about things you enjoy is about being in the moment and it reinforces the fact that my wife and i when we do this podcast and we meet guests it's these are our favorite moments when we're in the moments with you and it's this has been an amazing experience And, and yeah you have lots of followers and The important thing is you're making such a huge impact on society and in a positive way. And we need more continued um, impactors in social media, in life, uh, around work. We go to Whole Foods, need people to just say, hey, man, how are you doing? You Mm -hmm. know, something like that. That makes a huge difference in people's lives and their day. So Mm -hmm. how do people get in touch with you? Not your cell number, but... Social yeah. media wise?
1: Well, social media, um, OKC Sweets is where you can find me on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. I'm not as active on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Instagram is a great way. I also have a website, OKCSweets.com. Yeah. Um, and you can go to that. We're getting ready to revamp that and rebrand um, things. So, it. it's going to be changing, but yeah. OKC Sweets will stay the same.
0: Awesome. <clears throat> And then in 2020, you're getting this storefront and uh, can you give away location yet or no? Well, um, talk about that?
1: I will, I'll hold I'll hold off. Okay, it's going to be perfect. north side. It's going to be on the north side, down western, northwestern, okay, cool. close, to where you, close to where you work. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Okay. Very good. Very good. So,
1: yeah. Man. But hopefully, hopefully spring 2020 is kind of what's right in, we've got some transactions pending. Okay. So.
0: Yeah. Well. Last question, Stephanie, do you approve this podcast?
1: I do approve this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My name is Wong Lam, and I definitely approve this podcast. Thank you so much. Yes, this so cake to be is here. amazing. Yay. What oh, in the world? <laughs>
1: wow!
0: I truly hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have a defining moment or moment you would like to share, please reach out to me. I would love to visit with you and share it with the world on a podcast. Here's how to find them. Visit my website, www.definingmomentspod.com. Subscribe to the Finding Moments Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed listening to this show, I would be extremely honored if you gave us every video. This helps boost this podcast so we're good and proud. Go out and be a part of influence today, every day, excellent time smile. My name is Ron Lerner. And